0: Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. So I spoke recently about how I enjoy in prayer asking the Lord questions and then um, if he gives an answer that is a little bit too vague that then I ask him again like, okay, that's great, but what does that mean? And that that's something he delights in. Well, one of my friends asked such a good question. So she said, do you have any tips or advice for quieting the mind when you ask Jesus these questions to be able to hear his response? which isn't that such a good question? Oh, I loved it. So I do have some thoughts on this because of course, this is not it's not obvious, right? So these are not necessarily in a specific order, but these are all different things I've tried at different times. So first of all, I think it's really helpful to say, when Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me, in John 10:29, this was not a conditional statement. He didn't say, my sheep hear my voice if they're being really obedient. So I think there's a certain level of saying, my expectation when I come to prayer at this point is I expect to be able to hear God's voice. That, And if I don't feel like I'm hearing it clearly, then I'm like, oh no, no, Lord, this is not a conditional statement. You actually need to do what you say and let me hear your voice. So I also pray a really specific prayer very often because to me, I I guess I think of, <laughs> we maybe all have our own different pictures. This is just the way I picture it. I picture, it's almost like a game of um, a telephone where you have your plastic cups and there's like the little line that goes between them and you can make like a little telephone line like that. Um, I don't know if you ever did that as a child. I'm not going to say they're very good little lines, but in my case, there's not like a string that connects the two. There's actually like a little tube, but that's how I picture it, that there's God in heaven and he has his little cup and he's speaking into the tube that comes down to my ear um, where the other cup is resting, waiting. So I, I see it as a conduit. And so then I just say, Lord, I just ask that if there's any dust, any cobwebs, anything that is blocking that conduit, I just blow it out. I just ask, Lord, that you would clear it out, clear the clear the conduit, clear the airwaves. Let there be no um, deflection of your voice. Let there be only clarity and purity of the call. Thank you, Jesus. So I also will sometimes pray against earwax, I guess, too, but I forgot to do that in that little section. Then I also... Um, Really, for me, I know in the past, I've started to get really frustrated or tense or angry with myself. Like, why don't you do this better? You're such a failure. You know, just a negative self-talk. So just in case you ever do that, I don't think that that's very helpful. And I don't think that's what God is doing either. So I think it's much more helpful to say, oh, it is very uncomfortable as a human, a very finite human, to be engaged with the God of the universe. And so it makes sense that this would be overwhelming. And so to say, Lord, I am overwhelmed with this. I give this to you and ask that you would please be gracious to me and let me hear your voice clearly and understand what I'm hearing. And then just not be frustrated um, with yourself. Have ever so much grace for yourself because that is how the Lord is seeing you as well, that he just sees you with such grace and compassion. So... Okay, that's at least a beginning. So thank you, Jesus, that you delight to let us hear your voice. Amen.